I love a good conspiracy theory. It's probably one of my favorite things. I especially love conspiracy theories that revolve around time travel. Whether you believe in the butterfly effect, or maybe each traveler gets their own timeline, more on that later, or consider the Mandela effect something you remember for certain that just isn't so. A conspiracy theory is just like looking at the tabloid covers at the grocery store checkout, but not picking it up. It is the spice of life. It's Monday, October 3rd, and this is The Brew House. Well, another month is upon us. I like the fall. It's my ideal temperature. Cool at nights, warm in the days. I think I could be in this temperature all the time. Maybe add a little green to the trees. All in all, fall's good. In Iowa, it is a reminder that winter is coming, so all the things uh, there's a lot of things that we need to be done. Wood needs split. Outside lawn furniture needs to be stored. You should probably get your lawnmower all ready for spring if you have heated storage. One less thing to do when inevitably you wait too long to mow the lawn in the spring. At least it'll be done and ready for you. Now is probably the best and last chance to get good pricing at sales for alfalfa and hay at the sale barn. And it's the best time to stock up for livestock. We also have to get out tank warmers to make sure the water in the tanks don't freeze. Fall is busy, but I do enjoy it. Like I said in the intro, a good conspiracy is the spice of life. And don't worry, I know that conspiracy theories can get really political. There won't be any crazy political commentary in here, except for maybe someone being able to guess who is president or a leader in another nation that may have been arrested. I won't be talking about anything that should cause offense to anyone. That's not what this show's about. I think you can break conspiracy theories down in a few ways. I choose two ways, time travel and the Mandela effect. Let's talk first about time travel. If you read the book, How to Invent Everything, A Survival Guide for the Stranded Time Traveler, and if you haven't read this book, I highly recommend it. You learn the one method of time travel actually creates a new world timeline, meaning you have the main timeline. This is the timeline everyone on Earth is on. And when you go back in time, you actually create a new timeline that's just you. Everyone else exists, but they exist in a way that are just on this timeline. You're allowed to travel back to the main timeline and your other timeline is running in parallel. For example, in the book, the author suggests that time travel could actually become a vacation from the book. Imagine that in the future you can rent time machines just as easily as you could rent a car. Paradoxes are nicely sidestepped. And even you even get a pamphlet, A Thousand and One Fun Ways to Kill Hitler. Sounds great, right? Suppose a time machine breaks down. Turns out it's easier to reinvent civilization than it is to fix said time machine. And that's what this bu book purports to do. This book is full of tidbits, like this on buttons. We wore buttons for thousands of years as ornaments. It was fairly recently that someone realized that they could be used to close clothing. This is a disgraceful embarrassment. You can do better. But here's the thing. The only way you can see how this timeline plays out is if you stay in the timeline. You can never go back to that timeline again because every trip back creates a new timeline. That's uh, time travel way one. The other is just like in Back to the Future where there's only one timeline and you can travel back and forth on it. But you have to be careful because anything you do to change the past affects the future. Like when Michael J. Fox takes his mom to the undersea dance and his hand starts to disappear. This is also called the butterfly effect. This delves into chaos theory. From the Wikipedia, the butterfly effect is a sensitive dependence on an initial conditions in which a small change in one state of a deterministic and nonlinear system can result in, a in large differences in later state. In short, the mathematician and meteorologist Edward Northen Lorenz stated that a tornado could be affected by a butterfly flapping its wings several weeks earlier. I don't have a problem with either of these timelines. 
In fact, using the multi-timeline theory, you could test the theory out on the main timeline. What if we did kill Hitler? How would we be different? Would the war have ended sooner? Maybe never started? Who knows? But let's talk about some cool time travel conspiracy theories. Matt Groening has a time machine. The Simpsons has guessed so many moments that most thought would be crazy. I'm sure you knew this one would be in here, but let's look at this. Over 20 years ago, Simpsons predicted that Disney would be bought by Fox, or Fox would be bought by Disney, all the way back in 1998. In the episode of The Simpsons, Solo, A Star Wars Story, director Ron Howard heads to Fox Studios to pitch producer Brian Grazer on an idea. Once in the Fox Studio, studio lot, there's a sign that can be seen which reveals this company is now a division of Walt Disney Co., March 19, 2000, in the, in the episode, Bart to the Future, <laughs> coincidence, when the writers of The Simpsons are dropping info into, the, into each episode, they can in fact travel through time. The Simpsons predicts the Trump presidency in a crazy and insane way. Now, look, I get people who are politicians or are popular on TV. They get like their likeness gets put into The Simpsons and stuff all the time. But this was one where real life Trump goes down an escalator. But here's the crazy part. Look at the top left of the video in the crowd. There is a man holding a sign that said, vote Trump. The thing is, the man drops a sign. In the episode of The Simpsons, the kid holding the sign that just says vote in the same spot drops the sign. To be that accurate can't be a coincidence. And it's just downright freaky to me. Let's do another Simpsons. The next one will we'll include some actual technology here. The Simpsons predicted our frustrations about autocorrect. I mean, how many times have you actually told your phone assistant duck when sending a text? November 13th, 1994, Lisa on ice. School bullies Kearney and Dolph take a memo that says beat up Martin on a Newton device. The memo gets quickly translated to eat up Martha. This looked on to be foreshadowing into autocorrect. Let's talk about a picture. How about the time traveler in the 1940s photo? If you look at the photo, you can see that someone looks out of place. Printed t-shirt, sunglasses, and a camera that doesn't seem to be from the time period. Now, people have debunked this. This debunk in particular says, the outfit could have also been found 70 years ago. Being used as, uh, we, are, being used as we are to contemporary fashion, we look at the man and assume he's wearing a stamped t-shirt. Something that would indeed be out of time or place. But... If you look carefully, you can see the he's actually wearing, or could be wearing, a sweatshirt. And sweatshirts with bordered emblems were not uncommon in the 40s. In fact, you can find those in other photos from the same exhibit. Keep in mind here, there's no mention of the time period of the camera. This would be an example of a single timeline theory that we talked about before. Here's another one. The time surfer. Another image of an out-of-place individual that, that people have latched onto as proof that time travel is a reality. The image dates back over 100 years and shows some smartly dressed Canadians sitting on the side of a hill. And on the left side sits a young man who appears to be in a t-shirt and shorts with ruffled hair. He was quickly referred to as the surfing time traveler due to how unusual his attire is. Others have suggested in the photo that people are shocked by his appearance, even pointing out that the woman to the right of him seems to be gesturing in his direction. Again, a bit of a stretch, as would a time traveler really go through time dressed like that? I mean, if you know me, I would. I would go dressed like that. Okay, let's do something different. The Mandela Effect. 
The term Mandela Effect was first coined in 2009 by Fiona Broom when she created the website to detail her observance of the phenomenon. Broom was at a conference talking about people, how she remembered the tragedy of the former South African President Nelson Mandela's death in South African prison in 1980s. However, Nelson Mandela did not die in the 80s in a prison. He passed away in 2013. As Broom began to talk to the other people about her memories, she learned that she was not alone. Others remembered seeing news coverage of his death, as well as a speech by his widow. Let's talk about one you probably remember. Ed McMahon of the famous Publishers Clearinghouse. That's right. If you think it happened, it never did. Ed McMahon never appeared at anyone's house with a larger-than-life check. He never represented Publishers Clearinghouse at all. When I was preparing for this episode, I asked my son if he knew any conspiracy theories, and he said, what about the Berenstein Bears? And I said, what about it? He said, there's no such thing. They're actually the Berenstain Bears, replacing the E for an A. So it would be B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N versus now B-E-R-E-S-T-A-I-N. So let's, let's stick to the conspiracy theory side of all this stuff and maybe take it back to the main timeline time travel. Why would it be important for a time traveler to make it so Ed McMahon never did Publishers Clearinghouse? Maybe some kind of lawsuit comes that comes to his estate and he gets tied to it. So the family petitioned a time traveler to go back and not have Ed McMahon do it. Of course, we're so far up the timeline, we all remember it. Because memories don't change, but all the writings and photos disappear. What would be the purpose of making the Berenstein Bears have a different last name? Maybe it was something on the timeline that happened that caused people to travel back and change it. We still remember it, but everything tra- changes. Crazy stuff. But I think I've rambled long enough now. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy your Monday.